Welcome to the RSM Talk Big podcast, helping you invest well, understand money and achieve the best tax outcomes. Your hosts today are Andrew Sykes, Chris Oates and Young Han. Hi everyone, welcome to the RSM Talk Big podcast. I'm Chris, I'm here with our regular host Young. Hi everyone. And we've got our guest host Andrew Finance here today. Hi everybody. Andrew is one of the principals here at RSM uh, in our business advisory department and he's an expert in, I suppose, all things tax uh, and business, really. Plenty of years of experience, Andrew. You've been around the traps, seen plenty of changes over the years. Definitely. Today we thought, okay, new year. We've got through 2022 into 2023 and, well, everybody's got New Year's resolutions, so we thought we'd come up with a few tips and ideas Obviously, 2022 saw a lot of a lot happen, a lot of changes. We saw markets be volatile, interest rate, inflation, which makes well cost of living and just in general, personal business, it brings really money to the to the forefront. So we thought, well, okay, why not a couple of couple of tips for people setting goals and looking at well, where do you want to go in 2023? So, young, what? What did you learn us from 2022 that you're going to come across into the new year? Well, with the pandemic, there was a lot of changes happening in the market. And, and one of the things that everyone experienced is probably cost of living gone really high and also the interest rate going up and up. And I think everyone, if you haven't got your loan fixed before it went up, we are in trouble. So we want to talk about that 50, 30, 20 rule we talked about last time. And really, it was about spending 50% on your needs and 30% your wants and 20% into savings. But now the interest rate is going up. It's really become 50, 20, 30. Yeah, it's definitely, it's just putting, being able to put money away to save is getting a lot, a lot more difficult for people. And I know in business, it's not just your personal household budget, Andrew, businesses are, are affected too. Yeah, businesses are affected a lot because the individual's um, income comes directly from the business. So if the business is not performing as well and not making as much profit, then that ultimately affects the, the owners of the business as the income comes through. So so budgeting within the business and, and, and planning the same same fundamentals within the business uh, is just as important. Definitely. And one of the things that's quite important when we do try to do that savings, because we always say make sure you're putting money aside before you start trying to spend it on yourself and doing the things that you want to do, so it's about twenty percent on the wants. You need to make sure you're doing the saving side and and looking to the future. Is that right, Young? That's correct. And then I think what we just want to emphasize again about utilizing your offset account for saving up. It's not only because of the a rising interest rate, but it's also having that money available for you just in case that you need to use it. And also the interest rate going up, it's kind of helping you to save, but also minimize your interest expenses going out. And when you look at that, it's the you put money in a savings account. For a long time, you were getting next to nothing at the bank. And that was a pretty common comment that we'd hear from people. But even though the savings accounts have gone up, Mortgage rates and are always and lending rates are always above what you can get from saving in the bank. So ultimately, 
you do you will save more from being able to pay less interest on your loan. So offset account, I suppose you put it into the account and then it sits next to you next to your mortgage and that will then mean that whatever's in there, let's say you've got ten thousand dollars in an offset account, it just means you're not paying interest on ten thousand dollars on your mortgage. So it's a really good way to save. Uh, I also suggest linking your pay account with your offset account. So when your employer pays you your uh, monthly wage, it goes straight into your offset account. And I actually set it up in two ways. So one goes into the offset account and another going to kind of transactional account, which just, you know, money used for daily living cost. Yes. yes. So until you take the money out, at least it's saving you a bit of interest and sitting in there. So one of the, the, the key things as well is if you've got a New Year's resolution, it's easy. We all do it. We all say, we all get sit here in January and go, I want to do, I want to put money away. I want to save some money. I want to do, let's call it $500 every month. But we'll get a couple of months down, the bills will come in and we'll stop doing it. And there's not really something there that we're trying to aim for. And what's that $500 going to try to achieve? For us. So, Andrew, it's about setting a light on the hill and knowing what you're trying to actually do. Yeah, and, and the important thing is we talk about New Year's resolutions and, and this time of the year, but really a resolution is a goal. And for all goals, we need to plan and budget to make sure we've got the money to reach those. Um, so it, it's it's the same, same process that we do for everything else. It's just emphasised at this time of the year. And, and with the higher cost of living and, and everything else, we really need to plan really, really hard just to ensure, like you said, Chris, in three months' time when the bills come in and everything is there, the plans don't go out the window. Yeah, so it's, you're saying that I've been at the coast, I've seen everybody else has owned a boat, that if I want to buy that boat, actually make sure I can afford it? Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. You need to make sure you've got your plans there and, and the savings towards the goals that you want to want to need. But in times like this, it's also really good to reassess your goals. So the boat that you were looking at in 2021 or 2019 might be a little bit out reach at the moment and you just need to reassess your goals. I just want to um, talk about the, what that actually means in the actual dollar value increase because we obviously talked about rising interest rate and, and your goals needs to be changed. So can you just rock through an example of what it looks like and how it's affecting the household because of the interest rate? Yeah, definitely. And basically by the rates going up, it means there's going to be more money that you need to put into that, that 50% bucket of your needs, so paying your mortgage. So using the example of if, let's say, average loans around $600,000 for a household, if you were paying 2% on a 25-year mortgage, you've probably been paying around $2,500 a year, uh, a month, sorry. If, you're, if that was a fixed loan, which there's still plenty of fixed loans that are due to come off in, in well, this calendar year, there's, and that could go up to, let's call it 5% mortgage rate. The difference is about that's 3500 a month. That's $1,000 extra you have to find in your household budget to, to just pay off your mortgage. So that's where, as you're saying, Andrew, you've got to make sure that it's there. Is it realistic that, well, okay, now you've got $1,000 less. Are you, able to get, are you able to get to where you want to be? One of the ways that you can start 
to, to prepare for that? Because let's call it July is when your, your rates change or your mortgage comes off its fixed period. If you're putting that $1,000 away now, rather than spending it on that, that wants bucket, what that'll mean is when it comes to July, it's not that big of a difference to the household budget. You've been putting it into that offset account. You've been saving interest on your current mortgage for your young, but one when it just means you won't be saving that thousand dollars anymore come July. But you know your mortgage is covered, so that's kind of setting that goal. You know, one thing, okay, six months down the track, I know I have to pay more into my mortgage. So you're setting that goal of being ready for it. That's not preparing yourself for the higher, the higher payments. So you, you you're doing it in advance. So you. You're saving, but you're also preparing for the future. And let's face it, we everybody just gone mad Christmas shopping on your credit card. Your credit card bill for the December month, which is coming up, it's going to be higher than usual, which means that you're going to have a higher minimum repayment amount that you have to be able to pay for it. And the thing is, if... You know, the perfect storm will be you don't have enough um, in your savings to pay off your bigger than usual credit card debt plus your fixed um, rate just comes to expiry, then you really have to um, work out how you're actually going to meet that um, 50-20-30 rule because obviously your 50% of your needs going to be a lot bigger than before. Definitely. it's. You mentioned the credit cards. I know I, I think we, we all spent probably more than we have in other years this year. Everybody got out there. We had a bit more freedom, so everybody enjoyed buying a few more presents. So that could be a way you might be saying, okay, well, if you've got to pay $1,000, $2,000 off the credit card, you're, saving your, you're starting your savings strategy. Yeah, because you're going to – so if you don't pay that debt, you actually end up using all your money just for the interest charge on your credit card. So that's the money that doesn't give you any benefit, just the money that's gone. Um, you you rather want to focus on paying off – if you do have those high-interest um, debt – make sure you pay them first before you even thinking about saving money. Yeah. We've seen credit card statements. You see the, the snowball effect and how much you could actually pay in interest if you took the full 40 years and just paid your minimum. And I think in business it's the same, Andrew. You can you can get into a fair bit of strife. Businesses use credit cards too. Yeah, you can. The little bit of difference in business is sometimes it's about survival and you need to make sure the business continues and companies always need to be liquid and pay the debts as they fall due. So then it's a matter of making sure you have the cash flow to initially survive and get through the hard times so you're there when things are a bit easier to to make more money. And a lot of us will, or some of us throughout the year and depending on the work, might get paid some bonuses too. So in the past, we might have got the bonus and said, oh, well, yeah, we, we want to go out, we want to buy some golf clubs or spend it on in the wants bucket. This year, we might actually need to, to change that. So how do you look at if for somebody that gets paid a bonus and what they should be doing with it young? I want to talk about the bonus and potentially about your pay rises as well because some some company will give you the pay rise in January. Inflation is high. <laughs> That's correct. But so usually I'll say one third use it for fun, one third use for retirement, one third pay down, <clears throat> pay down your debt. But with this time of the year, you want to make sure that you focus on paying off your for your debt first and then have enough money in the offset account to pay for your mortgages. And then if you do get the pay rises, 
don't change your lifestyle. We remember the, the time when we've got our first job and then we were very tight on our budget and then we were very wisely and carefully spent our money. If this is going to sound too hard because your lifestyle change, you've got kids and family and all this what we did in our household, we actually say, let's, okay, for this month, let's just try using cash only. So we got rid of using the credit card. Everyone had like a money to spend. And then that way you actually realize it's kind of the shocking system. So you actually realize how, mon- how much money you were spending and then you were paying, you know, previous month's credit card debt with the this month's um, the wage that you receive. And then that amount doesn't stay the same. It actually gets bigger and bigger and bigger because you just get into that spending mode. So right now, because we know it's coming, we need to make sure that we put that strategy in place to make sure that you train yourself, you educate yourself how much money you're spending and how much money you will need in a couple of months' time when your fixed rate comes to a, a, to an end. Which means you'll have to be saving to have that money to spend. So you're going to have to be diligent and, and control those urges to spend the money so you've got it to then spend it to not use your credit. Yeah, and I just want to talk about um, setting goals. So we talked about we need to save, we need to be careful with how we spend. Um, I want to just uh, touch base on about the SMART goal, which is the specific, measurable, achievable, realistic and time-setting. So from now January, we're back at work. Um, what can we actually um, set up as a goal? Chris, can you think about any specific goals that you you would like to implement in your household? Well, it might even just be have some money to to do some renovations or on the house, and it could be as simple as you know, want to fix the you want to fix the roof. You know, it's okay, but it needs probably doing. But if I want to do that sometime this year, so I might say September, I want to do it. Then I go, well, I'm nine months down the track, so there's your time. It's specific. I know I want to to do fix the roof. It's the, I suppose the attainable side of it is, well, you need to get the quotes and find out what it is and make sure it fits into the cash flow. Mm-hmm. But knowing those things, it means I can look now and go, over nine months, how much do I need to save? That's right. And then that actually gives you the goal, how much you want to save, but then that that move to the next specific step as to how you're actually going to save those money. So that could be about Andrew Fennan. Uh, finesse of cutting off your um, lunch, eating out every day, um, coffee a day. You can you can kind of replace that with like you know um, other supplement uh, lunch boxes that's going to be work out cheaper than you dine out at the cafe every day. Yeah, and, and it's a perfect example of budgeting. So if you don't plan it, so you've got the plan to fix the roof, and that's got a certain cost and money that's going to come out and there's still only so much income coming in, you're going to have to give up something else to do it. And if you haven't got that plan, you won't know what you can or what you have to give up to be able to do it. Exactly. It all comes back to setting a goal, having a budget so that you can you know what you need to do to get to where you want to be. The other thing then that I've been a financial planner, you look at, at investments and what people want to do one of the, the rules, there's a general rule that, well, if you're taking 4 or 5% out of your investment, then you can probably safely do it. So we're talking retirees, people that aren't as reliant on, I suppose, work income 
coming into it. If you do have investments, have a strategy into there. So one thing that, that we sort of talk about is how do you make your investment decisions? Uh, our, our philosophy is protect and grow at RSM. So it's about protect your money and grow. So low risk, but get to where you want to be. That's really important this year because volatility is really going to keep coming into it. When you talk to clients, Andrew, when they thought sort of thinking about investing, is there anything that makes them get it wrong sometimes? Oh, look, tough times like this, if you're trying to tell people to save extra for retirement and save extra for other investments and, you know, a, a loaf of bread, I, I saw there was a loaf of bread, a shop in Canberra selling it for $14 for a loaf of sourdough at the markets. Um, everything's costing more the first thing people will give up is that savings because it's, it's, it's in the future. And, oh, I mean, it's really something for, your, for the planners, Chris, to, to make sure that people don't do that and realise how important future saving is. But that's so hard when the cost of living's high and, and the basics are going up and your mortgage is a thousand. If your mortgage is costing you an extra thousand dollars a month, that's going to, like how are you meant to put in extra money for your retirement in thirty years' time? It's you're right, and what these times they make people start making emotional decisions. So with the investment side of things, it's about being objective and and having a strategy and sticking to it. And if you're ever going to make a decision, come back to your strategy. So if you've got that, even write it down. Sentence, two sentences about why why you're investing and stick to it. If you're if you're thinking I might, might want to go out and buy some shares or you want to do something, make sure it come all comes back to that. It comes down to you working with your client about their, I guess, strategy and, and their um, appetite towards the risk that's involved. So in average, you know, the share market usually give you a 10% return in long term, whereas if you're really looking to cryptos or any options and all that, yes, there are, it could be a high return, but it's a high risk as well. So you exposing yourself to a greater risk of losing money, there's no guaranteed return. So I guess it, it comes back to having that plan even in your investment um, strategy and the portfolio building and make sure that you're not keep drawing down money from the profit that you made from your portfolio because then it's going to have a, a you know, greater impact on your retirement as well. Yeah, but be comfortable with what, so know, know what the risks are of what you're doing, I think, is what you say. So, yeah. Just following on from that, I think that gives us, you've got to have sort of two plans. So we have a plan, times have changed, we have to amend it, and then when times are better, we have to remember, well, we haven't been saving $1,000 a month because the mortgage was higher so now we have to catch up. So when you look at that, Chris, so the clients who have a savings retirement plan, they put it on pause, for lack of a better word, at the moment, then they have to revise that when times change to get back on track. Oh, 100%. It's, you, the flexibility in your plan is key. It's If you've not been able to, I'll use super, superannuation as an example. If you've been making tax-deductible contributions into your super, but then because you can't take, touch that till you're 60 
and you, you need to put some more money into the mortgage, you stop doing it. But interest rates, they'll, they'll go higher, they'll come back down a little bit at some stage. It's What it's about is when that cash flow eases up or you might get another pay rise, make sure you are taking it out of that bucket. What you took out of the bucket of savings goes back in. So you don't just start your $1,000 again. It might be that you need to do $1,100 when you can. Uh, and that that way you're not hurting your long term your long term wealth just to fix what the issues are going on at the moment. I'm just talking about the portfolio. There are questions quite often asked about you know taking the investment loan to start your portfolio um, going. At the time of the year right now with the interest rate going up, what's your view on that? Uh, it, it increases the risk. In, in a portfolio, uh, definitely by taking out debt to do it. It's if if somebody's going to do it, you just you need to understand the risk that you're taking uh, and know what could go wrong. Um, as long as you know that and you, you're comfortable with it, if you are going to borrow, talk to someone. So don't just go out and go. You know what? I want to take out ten thousand, twenty thousand dollar loan just to buy some shares without knowing really what the implications are. It's not as simple as a one answer fits everybody's situation. Um, there'll be people on high incomes that will still have spare cash flow and they'd like the tax deductions of having an investment loan, uh, but they can support it. Somebody on, on a lower income may not be able to. They might have a, a high mortgage because interest rates were low and they borrowed a bit more. So it's just, yeah, it, it is a hard, a hard one to say one size fits all, but... Just know what you're getting yourself into uh, before you do it. And we've talked a lot about the about different ideas, different trying to have a structure, make sure you've got a budget, look at well where you're spending your money. There's plenty of calculators and, and tools and apps that you can use out there. Uh, if any RSM, we've got the RSM app that people can, can download uh, onto your phones where it's got links to... A number of cat could be super contributions, can be mortgage calculators, there's tax calculators, there's lots of information in there. So have have a go with that. It keeps you on can keep you on track and can make it a bit easier to to track your track your spending and what you're doing. Uh, so use your resources. You're not you're not alone. So and and talk to people if you need professional help. Just pick up the phone, organise to sit down with someone. Uh, it's it's a new year. Let's let's move forward. Let's just make the most of, of what we've got and where we want to get to. Yeah, just to summarise, I think you sit down today and work out your damage or the specific goals that you have, whether you want to do some, a, have a, a project or you have an X amount of debt to pay over, um, that you accumulate over Christmas. Then, we, then you look at what's your 50, 20, 30 look like. And then to set up a, a, a you know small action items that you can actually implement on a daily basis. So thanks everybody for for joining us today. Uh, thank, thanks, Young. Thank you. And thanks, Andrew. Thank you both. And so to listen to more episodes from the RSM Talk Big podcast, you can download from any of your your favourite podcast streaming platform. And till next time, thank you. Thank thanks you. Talk Big. Create, save and protect with RSM.